Welcome to the Dag Heward Mills podcast. You're listening to a message from the Mackinac, bringing you the very best from the vast collection of camps preached by healing evangelist, best-selling author, and megachurch pastor, Dag Heward Mills. Thank you for tuning into this Saturday's teaching. Today's message is from the camp, No City Shall Be Too Strong For Us, preached to shepherds in Canada. It is entitled, The Rise of Prophets and Teachers. Today, Dag Heward Mills clearly teaches us about the two spiritual offices of prophets and teachers. Bishop Dag prophesies a rising of prophets and teachers that will cause a surge of spirit-filled churches and movements which will lead to the salvation of many souls for the kingdom of God. Be blessed as you receive today's timely word. Hallelujah. Father, we are grateful for the blessing you've given to us. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Now, the next, number four, sit down. (laughs) Number four, I gave you three points yesterday. Did you get three points? Four points. All right. Rise of what? Feeders, that's number four. Before that was rise of what? Teaching priests. And before that was a rise of what? Nation like people. Wow. And before that was a rise of what? Now, the next one is the rise of prophets and teachers. Hosea 12 verse 13. By a prophet, the Lord brought Israel out of Egypt. And by a prophet, he was preserved. Amen. Amen. By a prophet, the Lord brought Israel out of Egypt. Acts chapter 13 verse 1. Now there were in the church. Yes, doctor, you can read for me. Now there were in the church that was at Antioch certain prophets and teachers, as Barnabas and Simeon, that was called Niger, and Lucius of Cyrene, and Manain, which had been brought up with Herod the Tetrarch and saw and as they ministered to the lord and fasted the holy ghost said separate me barnabas and saul for the work whereunto i have called them 
Now, the rise of prophets and teachers, Acts 13, 1. There were certain prophets and teachers. Now, the rise of the prophetic or prophets and teachers or the prophet-teacher combination, do you see, is a very significant element that releases huge movements in the spirit realm. And there are many great changes and great accomplishments in the ministry by the rise of prophets and teachers. These prophets and teachers, we don't know whether they were prophets and teachers or prophets and some teachers, some prophets, some teachers, or prophet and teacher combinations. Nobody can really tell, but they were there. And they were probably, but that, that combination is a very, whether it's two people in one or one person with the two, is a very strong combination which gives rise to a huge movement in the spirit. A lot of shakings and changes. Now, I just want to give you two examples. And I feel in my spirit, not talking too much, but believing. Because that's what has been missing. <laughs> that's what's missing. is the believing of the things. And then acting on the things. Kenneth Hagen is one example of a prophet and teacher. His prophesying and teaching or the prophetic teaching is because he basically taught well, I have all of Kenneth Hagin's teachings all by the, by the help of one of our pastors okay, he's not here he, in, in America he helped me, he got it for me everything everything from 19 whatever every video every audio, everything I have the whole collection and I have it on my things. Yeah. And let, I want you to hear me, you know. When, when Kenneth Hagin is preaching, right, after feeding off him for some time, I, I know the differences. You see, when you are, when you listen to somebody, preaching and you start to benefit thy words were found and I did eat them yes when you when you find words in this way because he says because I am called by the name of the Lord God of hosts because you are called you find words they become something great to you they were the joy and the rejoicing of my heart. You hear and you hear more things than other people hear. It seems to benefit you when you even give it to people. They, don't, they may not see what you are excited about. or They may not have the same joy and rejoicing. <laughs> don't worry because they, are not, they don't have the same calling. He says, my words were found. Jeremiah fifteen sixteen says, "My words were found, 
and I did eat them, but it is it's because or for I am called by thy name. You see, because for I am called. When when you are not called, the words don't have that effect. They don't they are not the joy and the rejoicing. Yes. Of your heart. Yeah. So you start to hear things people don't hear. You start to receive advice, guidance, input. Many great things come to you. Even financial. Yes. Even financial. Because of that. Then you notice different things. You know, one day I met with uh, Bonke, Reinhard Bonke, who is very dear to me. Very dear. I feel more heartwarming feelings about him more and more. And I stood with him in a I sat with him actually in Surabaya in, in Indonesia. And I asked him a question and he didn't hear me well. So he started talking about something else that I didn't ask him. It became guidance to me. You know, when I went, I, I, I implemented some, I mean, not implement because he didn't even tell me something. He was just telling me something that he thought I asked him. But that's not what I asked him at all. I wouldn't even have asked him such a question. Yeah, because it was personal. He, he heard something else. And then, <laughs> thy words were found. And I did eat them. Yeah, but people don't eat the words. Then you start to sense the differences in the preaching. You even start to know the persons, different things about the person. I've, li- I've listened to Benny Hinn so much about the anointing. I began to see, at times I would look and say, he's not happy. Yes. I remember. Yes, I will look at said, There's something wrong with. I mean, he's under pressure. I got, began to know different. I never knew anything. In fact, the day that somebody mentioned that he was he was divorced, or his wife has informed me he was divorced, it is one of the shocks that could have made me fall down. Because I, there was no sign at all. I had no inkling at all. But I used to sense, see, see these things. I, I didn't know what it I just sensed maybe. And I'm sure it was related to that. Because when I began to find out more, uh, it's, it's not. You just have to read the beauty and the beasts and know of things that exist. That people are standing in fire as they are ministering. Yes. With Kenneth Hagen, I began to see the differences in the preaching. So right now, if you give me his preaching, you see, it will say, um, Faith Crusade in Alabama. One. 
Faith Crusade Alabama 2, Faith Crusade Alabama 3, Faith Crusade Alabama 4, 5, 6, up to 14. You don't know which one to listen to. But I can tell before I start watching whether it's a prophet and a teacher or a teacher. Before I start. Yes. <laughs> I can tell that this one is a teacher and this one is a prophet and teacher. Yeah, because you can't see there are 14. There's 14 messages, all with the same type of 1 to 14. Which one will you listen to? Without any title except 1, 2, 3, 4, 5. Day 1, day 2, day 3, day morning, a.m., p.m., a.m., p.m., a.m., p.m. <laughs> you can't tell which one to listen to. But with time, I began to know. And you see, I, I, I realized that I wanted to listen to him when he was in this mode of the prophet and the teacher. It was different. Yes. And that's why, you see, somebody asked me, or I asked, asked the Lord or asked myself or asked the Lord, which of my preaching is uh, anointed? That's all I, 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 I said. And then the Lord too showed me that the camps is where, which is more anointed than the other preachings. Yes. And you see, if you listen to somebody, you, at different times, the person is behaving as different things. It's the anointing. So, and the camps are the things that have effect. Anybody who is in the full-time ministry will point to you at camp. When I listened to this camp, or I was at this camp, and after that, that's... Serena, who works with me here, she was, what is your life in America? From there, she put down her tools. I, I just want to work for God. Yeah. She, she, what, what is your life? 2001. I finished with Wall Street. I finished with Wall Street. Yeah. I can point to you everybody and you see that it was not a Sunday service. It was not a Tuesday service. No. It was something. It come. So there are different waves and types of oils. We have oils as far as to Vaseline. Kayamosha. Yes, they are all oils of different levels of thickness and different effects. So there is this combination of the prophet and teacher, which is it's the same verses that are read in the Bible, but it has a different effect. One one architect said to me, because I called for all of them a group together. And I said, I started asking, have you been listening to the Makane? Yes. Have you been listening to them? And one guy boldly, he said, no. I don't listen to the Makane. And he was very old. So I don't listen to the Makane. I said, why? He said, I'm afraid of that thing because if I listen to it, I, I, cannot, uh, I cannot work again. Yes. <laughs> I cannot listen to that thing if I listen to it I cannot be an architect again and I want to be an architect (laughs) 
he stands out to me because of that statement. I remember him. And I like honesty. It's very good. Rather than saying I listen to it, but you are not actually listening to it. He said, I don't listen to it. And I, the truth and the honesty is that there is some power in that thing. When I listen to it, I can't be normal. Honesty is good, though. It's really helpful. It frees you up. Are you still around? Yes. Prophet. What has it given rise to, Kenneth Hagin? Because God called me as a prophet and a teacher. And there are times you see it's, it's preaching. It's, it just goes into those things. And that is it. It has given rise to all of our churches, 3,000 plus and growing. All of us. Witness chapels. And I Many, 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 many series of churches. <laughs> you know, remember Ron Kenoli? Yeah. Lift him up. As well. You know, he used to be in a church in Seattle. I was in Seattle, a church in uh, um, the San Jose. Yeah. His pastor was telling me, he said, Can I take us our papa? He said, Dick Bernal. Yeah, he said, Can I my papa? He sits in the back of my car with his wife all the time. Yeah. He used to come to us. Say that he and his wife sit at the back of our car. We used to say, he used to say, take us here, take us around, take us around the town. Yeah. He was telling me some other things. Talamu <laughs> shalata. Yes. Many, many churches. He himself didn't start any church. When he preaches, and if you ever sit in his, in his service, which I, I did, you know, but I didn't listen to his son preaching. But I listened to him. So one, one conference I was there, he preached and his son preached. As soon as his son started preaching, suddenly realized it was in a different, it was like a pastor talking because he's a pastor. He started to address things. When he's, I'm preaching, instead of writing notes, you are writing things to do. What things you have to do. And he was talking about practical. Can they take him just be talking about things in the air? <laughs> and you wonder that what is the power of something that even doesn't look practical yeah but it, 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 it is something about a prophet and a teacher yes it generates something these prophets and teachers who were praying in Acts 13 what happened it was the prayer meeting and the words of a group of prophets and teachers that gave rise to the greatest missionary movement ever to be born into this world. Yes. yes. That's the beginning of all missionary activities. Through this meeting, Apostle Paul separate me for the first time ever missionaries to go into the world and preach and he set Paul and Barnabas on a journey the very first missionaries which William Carey spoke about in, in his song in his words this song candle in the dark and ready at 20 he was saying that some people say that the commission is completed through the work of these apostles but it cannot be that the commission is completed 
And most Christians now sit at ease saying that it has been already done. But it has not been done. Various attempts have been made. Yes, but we have not accomplished and today we are not accomplishing with the same perseverance and the zeal of the early Christian church. So you see that as I'm standing here, I am walking in the prophet and teacher dimension which is also leading to missionaries in Guinea-Bissau, in Senegal, in Dakar, in Zigishore, in Banga, in Ganta, in Mozambique, in so many places. And you even wonder, does this type of preaching lead to prosperity? But you see, it leads to the greatest accomplishments in the church. So the Makane and the camp meetings must be respected for what they are not respect as in respect, but love. Thy words were found. Thy words were found. Thy words were found. And I did eat them. I allowed them to enter my bloodstream. I allowed them to be absorbed into me and to make the fibers of my life. Thy words were found. For me, staying in a house, lying in a room, lying in a garden, and listening to long preaching that never ends is my joy and my delight. It's what has brought me here. Staying in a room and listening to somebody whose preaching can be described to me by Jeremiah 15, 16, that thy words were found and I did eat them. Oh yes. Has given birth to all that I'm doing. Yes. So that's why, you see, I put together the makane and all the materials because it will change those who love, those who can be described in this way. I did eat them. And they were the joy and the rejoicing of my heart for or because of my calling. Because of my calling. Benin says that, you know, when he tells people or he preaches and he says that, Catherine Kuman was preaching and he received whatever and he was sitting there. People, ah, we were there. We were also there. We didn't see any of this. You are lying. There was nothing happening. We didn't see any. You see, you were there, but your eyes were closed. You couldn't see anything because thy words were found and I did it. You would have also found the word and thrown it away. Yes. It would have been like a pleasant song. A man who is playing on an instrument. So the rise of prophets and teachers, that combination is the combination. So you you will see, like I tell my pastors, even my bishops, I said, the day you start to do what I do, you will have the results that I'm having. 
I feel of the bishops and of our pastors have people that they can point to and say that my preaching has given rise to people who want to be missionaries. Yeah, point to me. That my preaching has given rise to this person, to this person, to this person who says I'm giving my life to God. I want to be a missionary. Preaching doesn't give rise to all those things. It doesn't give rise to that effect. It's like I plant seed that oh, it's grass that's growing. This is growing uh, vegetables, cucumbers. But somebody is planting and a cocoa tree is coming. Or somebody is planting and an apple tree is coming. So it means that you are not planting the same thing. Or you are not doing the same thing. In the same way. Yes. That's why I'm saying that the rise of prophets and teachers gives rise to nation-like churches. Gives rise to the ability to take cities. People become interested in cities. It's a certain type of preaching that drove the American church out of New York. See that America is not New York. Please. It's a landing spot. It's a landing spot. There's more. There's more. There are more people. And that's why you hear me saying there are people in Canada, in South America, untouched. It's a certain kind of preaching that gives rise to a certain kind of people. And that's why I want the first love children to have their own church. Because I don't want them to be intimidated and limited. Because some of the younger people, they are going to do exploits. And that when you hear, when you hear, you will not believe. Habakkuk 1 verse 5. Check it out. Habakkuk 1.5 Behold ye. Behold ye among the heathen and regard and wonder marvelously. For I will work a work in your days which you will not believe though it were told you. I will do something. You will not believe. It's just like some of the pastors say, is that my child? <laughs> it is your child. It is your child. <laughs> is it my daughter? It is your daughter. Is that my boy? Is your boy? Is your boy? Is it your boy? Is your boy? Is it my girl? It's your girl. It's, hey! It's doing more than you. Yes, it's true. It's doing more than you. Greater works than this shall he do. I will work a work in your days which ye will not believe though it were told you. Amen. So the rise of prophets and the rise of prophets and teachers that combination not pure prophets not pure teachers but prophets and teachers. Yes. Either it's a prophet and also a teacher or a combined ministry in one person or a message which has the combined elements of prophet, the prophetic and the teaching. Yes. 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 
will give rise to nation-like churches and movements. It will give rise to Apostle Paul beginning his real calling. It will give rise to the journeys that will lead to the salvation of Europe. One time I, I, I was on a train that was going through France. I've been to France many times. And I was on a train, high speed. It was going through. So let's say go through for three hours. Three hours, four hours. At a point, something struck me as I was going through the fields and the city the towns and the villages. Churches. Churches. I don't know, I just had to look like this. One after another. Across the whole country. You see, Europe, Paul, entered into Europe and gave one man nation-like people were giving rise to nation-like churches. He entered into Europe and brought this gospel to heathen, to the heathen of the world. People who knew not God. And the whole of Europe, England, everywhere, covered with churches. Today, they have forsaken God, but it worked. Yes. And it's likely to come back. They'll probably come tend to God again. Yeah. It's just a recent thing, by the way. Remember that in our own lifetime, in my lifetime, or just uh, Billy Graham conducted crusades in England, in um, what's the name of that football field? Wembley. Yeah, Billy Graham. Full every night. Winston Churchill was there. In the 50s, 60s, he was there. Four white people, English people. It's just a recent, the last 40 years, that they've rejected God and will not like to retain God in their knowledge. And it's coming to America as well. Yes. So, brothers and sisters, the rise of prophets. So, the rise of the interest in the Makanaan to give right. The rights of the interest in the Makane and the rights of the interest in the camp messages in the Canadian church among the children, among the ordinary people, the rise of people listening to this prophet and teacher's ministry will give rise to the possessing and the taking over of cities and nations. I want, to, I want to recommend to you. Yeah, I say for me, there are many times I'll be in a house, I'll be in a garden, I'll be somewhere and just playing words that I have found. Yeah. I don't want it to, I play the same thing again and I sleep with it. I wake up talking, praying, it's there. Thy words were found. I did eat them. Yes. I bath with them. It's there when I'm bathing. It's there when I'm in the toilet. It's there when I'm changing. It's there when I'm praying. Thy words were found. 
thy word. And I did eat them. And they were unto me. Thy word was unto me. The joy and the rejoicing of my heart. Amen. Are you still listening? That, that is the effect that it will have when you listen to it. Somebody asked me, where do you get all these people? Hmm? Where do you get all these people from? Hallelujah. Amen. Jeremiah 1 and verse 7. And the Lord said to me, Say not, I am a child. (laughs) Say not, I am a child. Thou shalt go to all that I shall send thee. And whatsoever I command thee, thou shalt say. Amen. Amen. So God is telling you prophetically. Huh? God is telling you prophetically that you are going to go. Amen. Amen. Children, I hope you are listening. Never underestimate your youth. Let me tell you something. I'll I'll just take it. It's, It's part of the preaching, but it's personal for you. You see, even Many people choose young people. Yes. Many people choose young people. For everything. I'll give you three examples. It's personal. Don't tell anybody I told you. When it comes to soccer, you rarely see an old man being chosen to play. It's not true. Or it's true. Beauty contest. Beauty contest. Rarely is a middle-aged lady chosen. Even somebody in her 30s. No, 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 no. Beauty contest. Ah, dear, no. Number three. I'll, I'll give you four examples. I said I was giving you three. But I, I'll give, give you four. So that you can argue with yourselves afterwards. 
models for modeling clothes. You don't often have an a middle age. Yes. And then, last example, girlfriends. When people are getting girlfriends, you rarely have an auntie or grandma being chosen as a girlfriend. True, I'm lying. Now, yes. Now, listen to this. God surprisingly likes young people too. Yeah. It's amazing. God likes young people. It's amazing. Because youthfulness, you see, what what you don't realize is that when you are older, it's not only your body which changes. It's not only your body which grows older. You see that, oh, your body has changed. Your face has changed. You know, one time, I didn't know that I was older. But I was one day I was with my son. And I, I, was, I was in Korea. You see. And then I think we got into a lift. We are having church group coming. We got into a lift. I think there was a mirror. So the two of us first were standing. And I saw my son. I realized that, oh! I mean, it's different. Yes. But it's not only your body which changes. But your attitudes change. Your attitudes grow. You become less flowing. When they, when they tap you like this, if you were a young person, you would have understood that when they tap you like that, it means, woo! But when you are an older person, they tap you like that, look, you say, you know something? You know, guys, you know. <laughs> I'm not a whatever, you know. Yes. One one lady told her husband who wanted some delights from her. He told her, I'm not a prostitute, you know. Then he pointed out to her husband that those people you see on television, they are paid to do what they are doing. Right? Then he pointed out to her, those people that are doing, it's not natural, okay? Wow! But see, if she was a younger, if she was a younger girl, she wouldn't have thought of all those things. To, t- to rebuke your husband, telling that those things are whatever people are paid. Do you know that this, this and that and that? Do you want to do this? A younger person would have understood without words. So I'm just telling you a secret. That God likes young people too. And it's because, it is because the attitude 
is young. More of the attitude is young rather than the body is young. Yes, the attitude is young. So he said, I'll pour my spirit on my sons and daughters. And he says, out of the mouth of babes, babes and sucklings, you have perfected praise or you perfected Christianity. Christianity is perfected in babies. They are innocent, they flow, they believe, they see, they have, they know, they just flow with it. Thou hast perfected praise. Amen. Amen. So, ladies and gentlemen, I'm just here to tell you that God wants to use you. Back to Jeremiah 1 7. He says, Don't say, I am a child. So, like, if I'm a child, like, there's no relevance or importance of me here. There is. For thou shalt go to all that I shall send thee. Amen. Amen. And whatsoever I command thee, thou shalt speak. So God will use you and um, he will speak through you. Verse 8. Do not be afraid of their faces. This is the word of the prophecy. This is the, this type of message is creating ministers. This is the message that is creating Jeremiah. It's the message that is making Jeremiah become a minister. It's making the word Jeremiah and the name Jeremiah famous for people to call their children Jeremy. Yes. Is this, is this prophet? You see, the word of a prophet and a teacher, the prophetic word generates and creates people. Yes. That's why I say that if you respect the Makane and you start to soak in the messages and start to let it become popular and people are drinking it will change them and make them something. Yes. And many times you see that you as a pastor you can't preach the message like that. That's why it doesn't have that effect. Yes. You know, if I was to walk around here for some time, Canada and America, more, more people would leave America and Canada and say, we are going somewhere to preach. It's true. (laughs) Yes. It's true. Because the prophecy will, you see that it's having that effect. Yeah. In fact, one day, a lady told her friend, don't let your husband get near Bishop. Don't let him. He, he will stop his work. If you let him get near, he will stop his work. They were afraid of the prophetic power. Verse 9. Jeremiah, please. I'm on Jeremiah 1 and I'm going all the way to 10. Don't cut my short my message. And then the Lord put forth his hand and touched my mouth. And the Lord said unto me, Behold, I have put my words, not your words, 
my words in thy mouth. Huh? You see, preaching, you can only preach what you have been preached to. I preach what I have heard. So that's why your life will change the more you listen to preaching. Is it when you listen to preaching as the joy and rejoicing of your heart? You change. You, you, you see that you change. You know, when I went to Sydney, I've not been there for eight years. Their podcast is so much there. And, and your podcast here is much lower than Sydney, uh, than Fiji, whatever. I can, I can sense it and feel it. Much less. If they were 90, you are about 10 or 20. It's true. Yes. The, the extent of soaking and listening and flowing. If, they, if it was 90 in Sydney, it's about 20, 10, 20 here. Oh yeah, I'm just telling you from my, my own experience. I've not asked anybody to listen to podcasts. Crown, that one. <laughs> yeah. If it was 90 in Sydney, it's about 20 here. Because you see and you, 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 you can perceive. <laughs> and people are on the same wavelength. You can perceive it. Oh, it's true. That's the level. It's, it's a low level here. Thy words were found. In the way it's not the joy and the rejoicing of your soul as it is even in America. In America, it's far higher than here in Canada. Far. I'm talking about people I've not seen for eight years. But it's as if they are talking, they live with me. It was like that when I was in Guyana. I've never seen them before. Everyone knows me personally. <laughs> it's true. And it, it comes from the leaders. You see, everything is the pastors, all those on the front row. It's, it's you. Yeah. It's all from you. I mean, who is it from? From the sky. Yeah. Who could it be? Bishop Richard. Bishop Richard. He was to me the earliest to find the secret of giving people a message that you listen to he was the he was the earliest in that yeah that's what changed england yes that's what changed them he would just give to the people say listen to this and the people transformed before everybody's eyes is the other place where you have missionaries going from yeah from his kind of preaching and from the exposure of the people to the prophet and the teacher. Remember, I'm, almost, I'm almost still on my point. The prophet and the teacher. So children, become podcast addicts. Soak in the messages. Learn the songs. 
when you when you can sing either song, you'll be spiritual. You see, the song is not an ordinary song. All the songs are spiritual songs. The Bible says, speaking to yourself, speaking to yourself in hymns and psalms and songs. It speaks. It's not just a raw, it's just a normal song. Yeah. Spiritual songs. Her website is you see the uh, the name is spiritual song. Yeah. Jeremiah. The Lord touched my mouth. You see, it will give you a message. Because you, you have to always know what to preach. Because he said, I had a voice saying cry. And I said, what shall I cry? What shall I cry? What, what shall I preach? Isaiah 40 verse 6. Try verse 6. Isaiah 40 verse 6. He said, I had a voice saying cry. Cry. He said, what shall I cry? What, what, should, I, what should I preach? 40, 40, 40. 40. Verse 6. Amen. Uh-huh. The voice said cry. And I said, what shall I cry? It's, it's the preach. So what shall I preach? I heard a voice say, cry. cry. What shall I cry? <laughs> say this. All flesh is grass. This is your message. You can't change the message. You have nothing to preach unless you preach what you are told to preach. You know, my children, the, whatever. That's why we have what we call vision five to seven, uh, status five to seven. They like the books. They like the book to preach from the books. Some of the super so-called mature people say, I think they don't, they don't want to preach the, the books. They don't want to preach some of the things. Wonderful. It's a Christ. What shall I cry? It's the question you have to ask. What shall I cry? What shall I preach? What shall I cry? Cry. What shall I cry? Cry. And say, all precious as God. This is the message. You have to ask what I shall cry. That's why it's not having the right effect that it's supposed to have. Because what you say is what comes out of the people. What you hear is what comes out. So that's why all through when God sends people, he he specifies what they should say. That's why as I'm here, I'm speaking what God, there are many things I can say. You know, you know that there are many things I can say. <laughs> but you see, it is what I shall cry. That is important. Cry. cry. And what shall I cry? What shall I say? What should I say to the people? And he said, all flesh is as grass. This is what you should cry. And you'll be blessed. And I find the children following that more directly. Learn it. Learn it. We are all crying what we've been told to cry. Stress comes when you are now finding your own ministry. When you have not been given that message. I heard a voice. Voice said, cry. And I became alarmed. (laughs) What shall I cry? Cry. Say this once. This is what you should preach. Here is the book. Here's the book. Here's the message. Here's the video. Here are the messages. Plenty. Few churches can boast of messages arranged in this dark Categorize if you go there. 
categorize. You can download the whole thing and make your own website. You know, it's free. There's no charges. There's no restriction. There's nothing. Hmm? That's what we have there. Videos.org. That's what this thing is about. And podcast. Many things are on it. Free. We don't buy, we don't buy messages again. It's past. Books.org. All are on there. Ebooks. And audio.org. Audios are there. Audio is not complete, but it's there. Makane. Free. We used to sell it in a box. We have passed all the, you, there's nothing to make. <laughs> no. Are you listening to me? Yes. Yeah. You know, you are always a product of what you have listened to. Yeah. You know, I've never been to a Bible school. Only medical school. I had no time for Bible school. I was in medical school. I had no time for Bible school. 1982 to 1989. But whilst I was there, I was soaking in Kenneth Hagin. The night that I was on my knees, praying, and the spirit entered into me, I was in my community health rotation of final medicals, final year medical school. I was doing community health. Because we have four, rota- four rotations, three rotations, medicine, surgery, and community health. That's, you have to do the three. To finish medical school. And I was on my community health rotation. I think it was my second rotation. I finished on the 10th of March, 1989. But in June, I was on my knees. You see, the school was a side job. The ministry has... I've, I've been full-time for years. It is good that a man should... Bear the yoke in his youth. Lamentation 327. It is good. I was bearing the yoke in my youth. I was on my knees. Praying. And I heard a voice. From today. You can teach. Not from today. You are good at anatomy and community health. No. From today you can teach. I became a teacher. I got a job. I got a job. That's the job I'm doing now. Yeah. Can you be can you imagine being invited to come for a board meeting? Just one day. In Jerusalem, Calgary, Jakarta, all over. Just board meeting. Yeah. It's amazing. From this from this anointing. Jeremiah 1, 9. Yeah, the spirit entered. And the Lord put forth his hand and touched my mouth and said, Behold, I have put my words into your mouth. So you must believe. You are not coming with your own ideas. You are coming with his words. That's why I was pointing to you in Isaiah 40 and verse 6. He says, I heard a voice saying, Cry! And immediately, my God, what shall I cry? What shall I cry? I have to know what to say. Verse 10. Jeremiah 1 verse 10. See, 
I have set thee this day over nations. You are going to take nations, nation-like churches over kingdoms. Yes. To root out. To pull down. To destroy. To throw down. To build. To plant. Are you ready to be part of a mighty army that cannot be stopped? Yes. And it comes from the rise of prophets and teachers. Ezekiel 37. Go to Ezekiel 37. Yes. Verse 4. And he said unto me, prophesy upon these bones. So that's what I'm doing. I'm prophesying and preaching unto bones. I've been prophesying on bones for years. People that you cannot imagine this man is going to amount to anything. And and say, oh ye dry bones, my God and my Lord. Hear the word of the Lord. You see, that's why sometimes we even play messages when we are sleeping. You know, one day, I, I was, my wife was sleeping and she put on the news and sleep. And I was telling her that, you know, the message coming out of CNN is negative. It's not a good thing to be in the presence of that thing if you are not even listening. I, I don't like putting those. It's evil news, terror, fear, wickedness. Uh, panic. It's not a good environment to sleep. Even if you need some noise, there are other better things, other noises. Prophesy upon these bones and say unto them. So when you see your child listening to the bacane, you should know that prophecies on the dry bones are wonderful. Instead of your child growing up to be a pervert and coming to tell you that a boy is a girl and a girl is a boy. He's going to come and tell you that he's called. God forbid. OG dry bones. Hear the word of the Lord. Verse 5. Thus saith the Lord God unto these bones, I will cause breath to enter you, and you shall live. Verse 6. Look at the preaching. Verse 6. This is a prophet. Prophesying. Prophesying is the same as preaching many times. I will lay sinews upon you, and I will bring up flesh, and cover you, and with the skin and put breath in you and you shall live and you shall know that I am the Lord. Hallelujah. It was prophesied because God told him, prophesy to these people. Prophesy to these people. Impossible things. Great. And that's why I came to you with nation-like churches in Canada. I'm not supposed, I'm not here to, I'm not here to tell you what you are used to or what you know or what you think or what you feel is possible. I'm here to give you the word of the Lord. He says, 
cry and i say what shall i cry say cry say these things to the people prophesy to bones that they are going to live Ezekiel 37. Back. Verse 7. So I prophesied. This is the Ezekiel order of prophecy. This is the Ezekiel order of prophecy. So I prophesied or I preached as I was commanded. We are not sent to preach our ideas or what we think is possible. We are sent to preach what he says. What shall I say? What shall I cry? What shall I say? What shall I speak? What shall I tell the people? I'm not sent to bring another message of what is normal points on how to achieve things per se. And I prophesied. Then there was a noise. A noise is going to come out of your preaching from now. And behold, a shaking. There will be shake-ups in the church by your preaching and the power of God coming. There was shaking, 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 shaking. And the bones came together. Bone to his bone. Whatever is disconnected in your life is coming together now in Jesus' name. Kayama Satubaralamandali. Verse 8. And when I beheld, lo, the sinews and the flesh came up and the skin covered them above. But there was no breath in them. No life. So miracles are in stages. I said what? Miracles are in stages. For the bones to come together and the sinews and the skin, these are stages of miracles. And you see, even the fact that we are a church here is a stage of a miracle. Yes! It's a stage of a miracle. And we are having a camp anywhere. You just mentioned a mountain somewhere in Canada. And we are gathered there. But there was no breath. So, even though God has done great things, you have to see what he has not done and not say he has done what he has not done. That's why I'm telling you that yes, you are here. Yes, you are flowing. Yes, it's a miracle that we are here. But your podcast level and level of connection is low. It's 20% of what they have in Australia. Don't, Don't say there is breath. I mean, you see, Truth is good. Truth is very good. That's why I told that brother who was leaving, I said, don't say God has sent me. Say God hasn't sent me, but I'm going. And I beg God for mercy. This is better. Yes. Truth is good. Verse 9. Then he said to me, prophesy to the wind. You see, when you accept what you are not, we can now deal with what we are not. I don't know if you get what I'm talking about. We can now deal with it, what we are not. 
And I said, prophesy to the wind, son of man, and say to the wind, thus saith the Lord God, come from the four winds, O breath, and breathe upon these slain, that they may live. So where are we not in Canada? We are not yet a nation-like church. Even Toronto has not experienced our domination of the city with churches. Yes. But these things are possible. We, are, we, are, we have so many churches in America. But we have not yet achieved a certain status. We don't have buildings. We don't have in every state. We don't have a certain domination in places. We don't have multiple churches in one city. Our universities in America and Canada are not filled with first love churches. Yes. Our young people haven't risen up to take over for us to be proud of them. As I am speaking, Dr. Go is speaking, we are happy about our children and we are rejoicing and describing the things that our children are teaching us. I'm not hearing that from Canada or from America. Don't say you are somewhere where you are not. Those of you who are bringing up your children to do violin lessons, ballet dancing, all kinds of things, but will not make moves for them to become spiritual and moves for them to get out of being narrow-minded and moves for them to even have beloveds and moves for them to even become what they ought to become. It's a shame to you that you rather tell your child, my child goes to Emory, my child goes to Harvard. My, what is Harvard? I don't even know what are these places. What are these names you are mentioning? The, you, the best university in Canada, I don't even know it. If you come and tell me I went to this and that, it's funny to me. I don't, it has no meaning to me. It only has meaning to you and some few people. Are you there or you are leaving? Let us accept where we are not. And what we are not. Yes. Me, I can see many things I am not. Plenty. That is why I feel so motivated. Like a young person to rise up. Yeah. Because I can see what I'm not is rather what is worrying me. <laughs> yes. What I'm not is what is worrying me. What I have not done is what is worrying me. Yes. It's more, I, I, I rarely see what I, ha- I have done. Or I have. Or I have achieved. Because I have so many other issues that smoke screen those things from me. Jeremiah, uh, Ezekiel, back to. He said, prophesy. So I prophesied as he commanded. And breath came into them. And they lived. And they stood up on their feet. An exceeding great army. Hallelujah. So the, 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 the ministry of the rise of the prophet and teacher. 
leads to the releasing of armies. And that's why I'm here. I'm not here to raise funds from you. I'm not here to collect anything from you. I don't need anything from you. I will take offerings as usual. But I'm here to release an army. A mighty army. A last day army. Now, those of you who are older, don't be discouraged. Don't be discouraged. Don't think to yourself, ah, our time is past. Your time is not. It says, He shall bring forth fruit in his old age. Psalm 92, verse 14. He shall bring forth fruit in his old age. Which means that he was bringing forth fruit, but he is now going to even be an old tree bringing forth fruit. He shall still bring forth fruit. Still. And he still. It means he was bringing forth fruit when he was younger, but in the old age, is going to be bringing forth fruit. Tamaza, your verse has come. I say, your verse has come. Your verse has come. <laughs> And you see, you can show the young people that age is in the heart. It's true. It's true. Yeah. You know, there are some young people, when you see them, they are like old people. The way they dress, they carry themselves like some madams. And I mean, they have some mature pompidou hairstyle and other things. Hey, very mature. Marasmus. An old little boy. An old little girl. Hallelujah. Are you rising up to do what the word of the Lord says? Yes. In your old age, in your old age, you'll be surprised that it's now that you even begin to flourish and bear a certain kind of fruit. You'll be surprised. You'll be surprised. That's that's how God is wild. There's no almost no formula. There's almost no formula with God. You can't even tell what He's going to do next. Yeah, it's so wild. You just choose a girl and then use the girl. Like, where are the boys? Oh, we are sorry. We are using a girl now. You use an old person. Say, ah, what about a young You get up, you say, young person. Where are the old? It's like you can't tell. But you have to stand on your scripture and walk in the prophecy. And I prophesy that you are going to bring forth fruit in your old age. Your old age will be a fruitful old age. Psalm 92 verse 14. Beautiful. All right. Sit down for a minute. What a
Is it amazing? I got the call of God, but I didn't want to go that far. the call of God but I didn't want to go that far from the time that I was young I knew that God had called me I used to say that I would be in full time ministry but when I grew up, I changed my mind. I changed the vision for my life. I didn't want to go all out with God. I got the call of God, but I didn't want to go that They took me from the call of the mission Before I knew it, I was down and out I was too soft for full-time ministry I had no more zeal for the things of God Serve the Lord, but life goes by so very quickly. 
Circumstances choked my vision for full-time ministry Why didn't I want to go that far with God? But I didn't want to go that far I got the call of God But I didn't want to go that far How can I turn around And do what I didn't want to do why was I so wise in my own eyes? Now that I'm old, I wish I'd listened to the call. I wish I'd said yes, but Pharaoh would not let me go. Why didn't I want to go all out with God? But I didn't want to go that far ooh, ooh, ooh. I got the call of God But I didn't want to go that far ooh, ooh, ooh. So let me tell you my friends When you hear the call to full-time ministry must say yes make haste take up your cross yeah there's no time to lose there's no time to fool around your life is a vapor it vanishes so very quickly if you don't believe me you'll end up singing this same song oh, 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 you but you didn't want to go that far ooh, ooh, ooh. Am I right or wrong? You got the call of God too But you didn't want to go that far ooh, ooh, ooh. I got the call of God But I didn't want to go that far But you didn't want to go that far Sit and think 
about my life the life I lived the things I did the places I went I hope I never say I regret the way I lived I hope I never say please let me go back I don't want to say Can I go back to do some more I don't want to say I want to go back I don't want to say I want to go back I don't want to say I wanna go back When I get to heaven I'll roam the streets and the highways I'll walk the lanes I'll see the heroes of the faith Compare myself to those who shine like the stars and receive crowns I hope I never say I regret the way I lived I hope I never say Please let me go back I don't want to say say I wanna go back I don't wanna say I wanna go back oh, 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 oh no don't wanna say I wanna go back when you get to heaven See your friends and the folks from church The first will be last And then the last will be the first And I hope you'll be among the last To become the first I hope you never say You regret the way you
just a little bit more I don't wanna say I was forgiven for 
all my mistakes Many good things for all my good works I'm much happier than I thought I'll ever be Serve him not. Ooh, 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 ooh. I'm going to serve him not. Ooh, 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 ooh. 
said to me you're wasting your time when you go to church you're wasting your life you're missing all the fun you could have how can you spend so much time in a church can't you find something better to do with your life church once a week and that's okay but i love my savior i love my jesus that's why i serve him so i don't wanna fail in my mission i just wanna do his will my purpose is to serve the lord and with joyful dance and return you will see such a big difference between those who serve the Lord and those who serve the Lord Jesus is my first love I love him with a passion I love him with zeal I love him with all of my heart I love him with faith, I love him with strength, I love him cause I'm fresh, I love him like I'm crazy, that's how I show my first love, oh, I love my Savior, I love my Jesus, he is my first love, I don't wanna fail in my mission, I just wanna do his will, my purpose is to serve the Lord Gladness and with joyfulness In return you will see such a big difference Between those who serve the Lord ooh, 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 ooh. Those who serve in No, you don't want to miss your call To fulfill your ministry respond to his love you know what you must do say yeah 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 oh i don't want to fail in my mission oh no i just want to do his will oh yeah my purpose is to serve the lord and with joyfulness and return you will see such a big difference between those who serve the Lord ooh, 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 and those who serve in those who serve the Lord ooh, 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 those who serve in
saved your life. Remember the time, young people, do you watch me do this? Remember, hey, 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 hey. God spoke to you. Remember, hey, 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 hey. Remember. Cherish the love of God. 
wish the grace of God would cherish His mercies and cherish His blood, cherish the cross of Christ. I must cherish the chance I have. I must cherish the call of God. Oh yeah, cherish the listening to this message. Visit daghewardmills.org today for more audio and video messages, information on upcoming events, and so much more. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages every week. And remember, God has not given you the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind.